how's it going? You guys have a good week? I know I'm a day late. Sorry about that. Uh, I didn't think that I would be busy yesterday for as long as I was. So I wasn't able to do it. And I didn't think ahead and do it ahead of time because I'm an idiot. And so there's, that answers the question you didn't ask. Anyway, uh, how was your week? You have a good one? I had a pretty good one. Uh, Blues won their first game of the Stanley Cup playoffs against the Chicago Blackhawks, and then we lost the second one, which... Uh, 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 um, yeah, it was so aggravating. So basically, first game, very low scoring. Uh, we take it to overtime, 0-0, and David Backus scores off of the foot of one of their defensemen. Um, wasn't really the defenseman's fault. He, mistakes happen. Uh, if he hadn't been there, it was a pretty. It would have been a good pass over to Steen anyway on the back door for that shot. And so um, he he may have scored even if that hadn't hit his foot. But it did hit his foot and it went in and that sucked for them. Good for us. And then the second game started still in St. Louis because we were the higher seeded team, so we get the home field advantage, home ice advantage. And Second game, still 0-0 all the way through the second, I believe, and we score. Uh, I believe it was Tarasenko. Yeah, Tarasenko, our all-star score, scored. Took a lead 1-0. Uh, they tied it up 1-1. Then we scored, uh, Tarasenko scored again, and they reviewed it, and because there was, like, I guess technically it was offsides because his foot was off the ice, but his like, it, it made no impact on the play itself. It was basically just like a technicality kind of call where... I don't know, I really hate how they do that with the coach challenge now. Like it, it kind of ruins the spirit of the game where, you know, the whole the reason they have that rule for a challenge is if like they really fuck up and miss like a player who's two strides into the zone and then they score. This had nothing to do with the goal itself. It would have happened if he had his toe on the ice or if he didn't. It wasn't about where he was. It was about, you know, the three centimeters of space between his back blade and the ice. Like it, it had no impact on his speed. Exact same play. Like that's not in the spirit of the game. It really pissed me off. They called that goal back. Uh, then another controversial goal happened where the Chicago Blackhawks scored on us, and we reviewed it and challenged it, and of course they get the goal there. Um, I was so pissed off on Twitter uh, during the game. You know, I've cooled off about it now a bit, but honestly, like I, I swear to God, I swear to God, there is a Chicago bias. I swear to God, and I it drives me up a fucking wall. When Duncan Keith got suspended, oh, and the person who scored their first goal was the guy who should have been suspended even longer. But of course, he's a Chicago Blackhawk, so he doesn't get suspended. He he swings like a lightsaber to hit someone in the face with his stick. Like, if he did that on the street, he'd be in fucking prison right now. But of course, no. No, you just miss the five games at the end of the regular season, which has no impact on your team, which has already clinched a spot in the playoffs, and then you miss one playoff game. God, the fucking NHL pisses me off. It And all the Blackhawks fans, you know, uh, God, it drives me crazy. Oh, you know, man, the NHL really gives these all-stars some preferential treatment. It's like, stop being a pseudo-genuine piece of shit. We all know that if that were an all-star on any team but Chicago or perhaps L.A., probably not even L.A., I, w- I would bet that if Drew Doughty did this on the LA Kings, another all-star defenseman, he would have been out of it for longer than Duncan Keith because he doesn't play for the Blackhawks. And that's, that's, that is that is a maybe because, I don't know, the Kings are really successful too, but I, I don't know. I, we play them less in the year. Maybe that's why I don't notice or I don't track their team as much as I do Chicago. But it always seems like they're getting the benefit of the fucking doubt with every call, and it drives me crazy. I, I don't know. Uh, I guess technically both calls were... Well, I don't know. I, the second call, I still maintain is it it maybe it's not goaltender interference but it is it, it that's goaltender interference is in the the conversation you know you know what i mean like it's in the it's in the realm of that it if, the, if you called that goaltender interference you know there are people out there who would hate it but there are people out there who'd be like yeah i see where you're coming from he kind of did push his pad into the net a bit um yeah so yeah i don't know it, it pissed me off I'm so fucking tired of Chicago succeeding. Um, if we lose this series, I'm just going to be livid. I, I have no expectations. I mean, I think we're probably going to lose in six games. Um, if we do win, it's going to take all seven. But honestly, for if I if I were betting my life on it, you know, getting rid of my homer bias and whatnot, if I were betting my life on it, I would bet the Blackhawks win in six games. You know, that's my ra- my rational mind talking. You know. My emotional mind wants us to win 
but the only way I can even con- imagine us winning is if we do it in seven games. I don't know. There's just it, we've had so much failure in the playoffs with excellent teams that I have no confidence in the Blues doing fucking anything in the playoffs anymore. Which it's not even like. Like, I know Woody on PK is always like, oh, those Blues, you know, not ever leaving the first round, which, you know, to be fair, he doesn't really follow hockey that closely, so he just mirrors my uh, sentiments about frustration for not leaving the first round. But in reality, it's like a lot of the times we've been knocked out of the first round. Like, we got knocked out by Chicago when they won the Stanley Cup. We got knocked out by L.A. when they won the Stanley Cup. Like, the only really embarrassing one is Minnesota Wild loss. Uh, other than those, like, we're we're not getting blown out by bad teams. Like, we're losing two teams that go on to win Stanley Cup. Um, I don't know. Still, fucking aggravating. I'm so tired of the way they do the playoffs because it's always... The Central Division isn't even fair. The second and third place team, th- this is like a Stanley Cup level matchup already. There is no other matchup in the first round of this playoffs with two better teams combined. Like, if there was an aggregate score of how good teams are... And, like, let's say, you know, St. Louis is a 55 and Chicago's a 55, and you add that up and it's, like, 110, like, their their goodness rating. I know this doesn't make any sense. These numbers are made up. Uh, there's no other matchup that would be as good, you know? Like, I mean, Washington, let's say they're rated 60, but, like, Philly's, like, 28 or something. Like, the aggregate amount of talent in this this matchup is higher than any other one, far and away, I think. Um yeah, I'm hoping Tampa continues to do well, especially because, you know, I'd like to see Steven Stamkos get another crack at it this year, but who knows? Probably not. Uh, if anything, it's probably best to not let him take a crack at it and end up getting hurt for, you know, no reason. When in reality, I, I don't think the Tampa Bay Lightning have a shot at the Cup this year. Um, I don't think. Uh, who? Let me think of an upset that I'm thinking is going to. I'm thinking now that I've gone through. Uh, I guess their rosters again and their stats and whatnot. I'm thinking that the Sharks have a good chance at this to upset LA. You know, it wouldn't be a huge upset, but you know, it it, it would be enough to to kind of shake the Kings fans a little bit, which is always good. I like that. Oh Jesus, just like hiccups and burp at the same time, and I just had hot dogs, and so that smells horrific, fucking gross. Anyway, haven't talked about anything yet. Thanks for for tuning in. Um, it's a wonderful day here. Wonderful day. It's nice and warm out. Uh, the birds are chirping. They're beautiful songs, you know, trying to fuck all the other... That's all that they're doing. Did you know that? That's why birds sing. It's because they're trying to get attention from ladybirds, you know? That's the only way they get laid. I, I don't even... I'm not impressed by birds singing. You know, people will say when they're in the wilderness, listen listen to the birds singing. You know, it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. They can just do it naturally, you know? But that's not even fair because that's... You're hearing tons of different birds at the same time, you know? One bird's just doing the twiddly-dee, twiddly-dee, twiddly-dee. I can't whistle or I would. And then another one's like, just weird noises like that. And when you put them all together, it's like, oh, wow, nature. But it's not impressive, you know? It's like taking a bunch of burping sounds or farting sounds from people and playing them, and it's just a cacophony of you know, bodily gases, you know, shooting out of orifices, you know, it's, it's just as natural as that, it's not beautiful, you know, and it's horse shit too, but I'm not impressed at all with it, they only know the same thing, they all know exactly the same song, so bird chicks, I guess, (laughs) they're idiots, you know, they're impressed by one song, that's how dumb birds are. Is One of those birds one day was so horny that he was singing about it, and he found out, oh my god, Like if I sing about how horny I am, some of these bitches are coming over and they're really liking it. And so he was getting laid a lot, and everybody's like, this is nonsense. But of course, old bird brain, you know, no originality. So he just looks over at the exact tune that his, his buddy is singing, and he does exactly that. And in millennia, millennia of bird time, and all time, they've never gone back and revisited the initial song. Ever. They never do. Laziness, it's a it's an animal that shouldn't be around. They used to be dinosaurs. Did you know that? Those shit birds that know one song to get them laid. You know who who's really at fault here? It's the it's the bird women. They need to demand more, you know? They're throwing that that bird cloaca or whatever they have, vag, all around uh, all around the the forest like it's nothing, you know? How about you raise the the market price a bit, ladies? Huh? Bird ladies. How about you demand a little more? Your species is shit as it is. 
They need a little help. You're fucking all this, the worst, the laziest, no originality, rip-off birds. I, it's, I don't know. I don't know. I was just thinking about that the other day. Like, the only, the only reason you think birds are so, they sound so cool is because they're all doing it at the same time. You get 50 of the same kind of bird, and it's just fucking obnoxious, you know? Because then it's just a bunch of offbeat birds trying to sing on their own. They're like a team that won't work together. And unlike the bad news bears, you don't have a drunk, uh, curmudgeonly guy to bring them all together. They just are on their own, doing their own thing. No, no, even when you do happen to be in the forest and there's a random, like, just by random happenstance, some of the bird noises of different species add up and it turns into a decent little little jig. You know, they didn't try and do that. There was no bird up there, you know, no woodpecker tapping out the beat. A one, a two, a three, a four, a diddly 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 diddly, or whatever it is. Uh, that sounded more like he was going to, like, ramp up into a into a dubstep song. Uh, and I can't, I'm really starting to fall off of that music. You know, I used to like it a lot more because it's, like, high energy. But I feel, I don't know. Like, it, it seems like such a a silly thing to say when you're like, uh, this, is, this genre of music is less valid than another one, you know? But I really do think it's, like, less so impressive than most other kinds of music. Because at least with most other kinds of music, you have, like, I don't know, it's just the the distance from your finger hitting a button to that noise coming out all distorted on your computer. It seems like there's, like, a couple extra steps that you're not involved in, as opposed to if you have a guitar and you strum on it, you're immediately, in a, like, touching that instrument and you're you're working with it, you know? There's kind of a distance there with, with DJs where it's like, yeah, you're doing that, but... If you stopped doing exactly what you were doing, would the whole show just crumble? Or would it kind of be okay? Because a lot of this is just going on its own, you know? That's how I feel about it. I I really need to listen to more music. I can't have any conversation. I guess we don't really talk about music on PKA, and I don't really talk about it with my friends at all, because I, I guess I would talk about it if I listened to more music. So it kind of came full circle there really quick. No need to waste any more time on it. Um, oh, we're going to see uh, Jim Norton tonight in St. Louis. That should be a lot of fun. Uh, I've never been to one of his shows. It'll be, God, my third, fourth comedy show that I've been to. Maybe a couple more than that. I don't know. Uh, it should be a lot of fun. I, I'm not as familiar with his body of work as I am with, you know, Bill Burr or one of those guys. And I, if I'm being honest, like, he's his stand-up itself, it's not one of my favorites, but I really liked him a lot on ONA. I thought he was fucking hilarious. He's probably the fastest off-the-cuff, quick-witted guy ever. Just listen to some of his highlights on that ONA program, and you'll you'll totally agree. He's fucking hysterical when he's off the cuff. Um, his stand-up is good, but it's not my not a hundred percent my cup of tea. Sometimes he goes uh, way too crazy into into you know La La Land. But that's okay. I t- I do the same thing on this show, except I am not a professional comedian. I'm. I'm an asshole with a with a shit podcast that you guys are listening to. So who's the real fool? Hmm? Me or you? See? See that? I turned it on you. Not a good idea to turn on turn on you guys, the last remnants of what was never really a large army. <laughs> the last remnants of a, of a battalion, you know. Woody, Kyle, those guys have armies. You know, I, I at my at my peak I had like three quarters of a battalion. You know, my my lieutenant was, you know, some guy he got kicked out. He he went to uh, University of Phoenix. Didn't have anybody from West Point. You know, I just had a ragtag bunch. But we did our work, you know? We were like that group of soldiers in, in the Civil War who were all black. And everybody was like, oh, oh, look at that. That's so silly. Black people can't fight in a war. And then the black people were just like, uh, yeah, not only can we fight in the war, but we're pretty pretty pissed about this slavery stuff. So you best prepare, prepare yourself because we're coming in hot. And then they did. They came in really hot, killed a lot of people. Um, and I guess, I guess in the end they won, but it's not, it's still not a happy story though. Cause they didn't win and then get like their seven acres and a mule or whatever it was. They kind of won and then had to go live in squalor somewhere or actually no, a lot of them, I think after the civil war, this could be totally wrong. Someone correct me if it is, but I'm almost positive that when slavery ended, a lot of the slave owners would I guess this most slave owner I, I, misconception here about slavery is like owning a slave is like owning like back then owning a slave was not like owning an iPhone now you know not everybody could go down to the corner market and afford humans 
to do their bidding. You know, there's just it, it, it didn't do that. There's no way. Uh, I think is my understanding is that most people who had slaves were like the the super rich, and they didn't just have like one slave. They had like fifty or a hundred or hundreds of slaves. You know, whole compounds uh, entirely run by slaves. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. For a long, the longest time, I pictured slavery as like every house had a slave. But I guess, I don't know, that's kind of an infantile way to look at it, because it doesn't really make sense when you think about it. Um, what, what, what was I talking about with this? Oh yeah, the Civil War, slavery soldiers fucking them up, and then when after the war, uh, some of them, a lot of them, I think, went back onto the slave owner's property, and the slave owners were like, hey, no hard feelings, water under the fucking bridge, am I right? And the slaves are like, well, you know, maybe maybe in a couple of years, but for now I'm a little pissed. And he's like, all right, fair, totally fair, I get it. Uh, thing is, still need all this cotton picked and this field sewed or whatever the fuck. Uh, so how about this? I'll pay you, and you can live there. So basically it's the same arrangement we had, and I pay you basically just enough to feed and clothe yourself. So now... The slave owner is like, okay, uh, this is kind of similar for me, you know? I mean, I'm sure a lot of the slaves are like, uh, you can eat shit, I'm leaving. I'll find a new job. I'll go back to school. You can fuck right off. I'm not, I'm not picking any more plants for you or doing any more nonsense or whatever. You know, wearing those silly dresses and serving you your nasty 18th century food. Um, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Uplifting topic, Taylor. Uplifting topic. Bring in the slavery. That's, you know, you, you lure them in. With talks of playoff hockey, you know, the least popular of the four major sports in the U.S. Get everybody tantalized, edge of their seat, with your Homer poor understanding of, of those calls. Not poor understanding, just kind of kind of uh, intentional ignorance, because I'm so livid that we lost. Anyway, and then, I, and then I lead it right into slavery. Right into slavery. That's the kicker. Just wrap it up right here. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm, a, I'm joking around. Melissa, here you are. No. No. So, Melissa, oh, getting out of the shower, coming to join. Oh, what? Why are you giving me a look? Not quite, but um, I thought you were talking, what were you talking about? I thought you were talking about the NBCSN announcers. No, I was talking about, nobody can hear you. Nobody can hear you at all. You're, you're coming in so That's quiet. That's okay. They don't, they don't want to hear me. Yeah, they do. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, no, the NBC, oh, the NBCSN announcers were terrible. They kept making so many mistakes. I mean, I, I know that they always do. They always make mistakes that favor the Blackhawks because they're based out of Chicago and they're as biased as fuck. Um, it, for real, I don't think the NHL is literally biased in favor of the Blackhawks. You know, part of, I want to believe that. Like, a conspiracy theorist wants to believe that there's a big thing to do with 9-11, you know, or the moon. Like that one dude we had on PKA who thought that rich people hide on the other side of the moon. <laughs> that was true. We had a guy. He's a comedian. John Keparulo. He's on Netflix. We had him on, and we he got... Can't, but that's yeah, a joke. No, it's not. We got, like, two hours, two and a half... He stuck around for the whole fucking show. He stayed for, like, three hours. Okay, he and does then, believe that. Yeah, and then we got, <laughs> we got to the point where we were talking about conspiracy theories, and it started out with the reasonable ones, where we're like, oh, yeah, maybe there was more to do with Kennedy dying. And he was like, yeah, yeah, definitely, you know, and he gave us his theory, and it's like, oh, that's interesting. And he started to talk about how he was super into that shit, and I would just walk away, that's fine. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But anyway, then he started talking about uh, theories like the other side of the moon is actually... Stop. <laughs> Stop doing that. <laughs> that the other side of the moon is actually like a secret base that's inhabited by uh, rich people who... who ba I don't know. He never really established an end game for any of it. Like, he he never said, like... Th th I know, like, track with me, it's crazy to think they could be on the moon, but the reason they want it is because there is so many valuable gems up there on the moon rocks that can run cars forever for no fuel, and they, they need to keep that under wraps. There's a lot of stuff up there that people can't know about for the sake of our industry and our big businesses or whatever the fuck. But no, he didn't have any rationale for it. It was just, it was almost like, hey, they fucking could be up there, you know? They, you, you don't know they aren't. You don't know they aren't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think about that? And it was just like, Kyle and I were, were, were kind of talking about it later. Like, were you, what the fuck was he talking about? Like, what the fuck? On the other side of the moon? That I... 
you're not going to get anybody on your side with a with a fucking conspiracy theory like that. No way. No fucking way. You can sway people with John F. Kennedy. You can sway people with 9-11 if they're not too bright and they don't understand, uh, I don't know, or not even, I was going to say like mechanical engineering or whatever, but it's not like I fucking understand that, but I'm not too stupid that I can't watch that goddamn popular mechanics video and figure it out. You know? Stupid. Silly nonsense. At least if you're going to be a conspiracy theory guy, keep it under control so that you don't turn everybody else off. Because you know what you did? You're poisoning the well for everyone. You know, you're, you're, the, you're the boy who cried moon peep, uh, wolf or moon base or whatever it would be. Maybe someone was really, really on the edge about to, to take your opinion seriously about JFK. You, you, had, you brought a lot of good points. And then at the end of that conversation, you go, and don't get me started on these moon folk. Suddenly you lost them. Everything you said now makes no sense because you're the guy who was talking about moon folk. Isn't that ridiculous? Yeah. Totally ridiculous. Totally. Totally. You weren't listening. Yes, I was. A little bit? Yeah. Okay. Where the hell did I write down topics? Here. Oh, thank you. You're like a producer. An unpaid producer. <laughs> uh, da, da, da. <laughs> Quit it. <laughs> so we were talking about doing a hydraulic press channel on pka where kyle and woody wanted to buy like so basically there's this finnish guy who does these press videos if you just type in hydraulic press it'll be footage of him crushing really for the most part stupid boring uninteresting things with this awesome piece of technology he's got the dopest crusher hydraulic hydraulic press crusher it can turn i'm sure you guys have seen this but like you throw i don't know uh, he, he he put coins on top of each other and they like melded the coins together almost just smashed them into each other so it's so, there's so much potential so much potential and this dude is do is like he crushed uh, bubble wrap he crushed um, the bowling pin wasn't bad that was actually pretty cool but like I don't know the bubble wrap some of these are so dumb like toy cars Legos but what does the it look cool yeah it still looks cool but it's kind of like uh. Let me think. You know when you watch a movie and a scene happens where, like, a battle scene where you 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 know it's not bad, but it maybe if it's based on a book, like, it's not the way you pictured, so it's still disappointing? Yeah. It's kind of like that. I think. What were well, we talking what, about? What did you expect to see? Crushing bubble wrap. Everybody oh. crushes bubble wrap. You no, know, but he used, like, a 50-ton yeah, press to I do it. it. And it was just... It's still cool. I don't think... The bubble wrap was stupid. There were so many better things to do. You could crush your fears. Crush spiders. <laughs> crush snakes. Uh, they'll, be, they'll already be dead. I'm not a savage. Just dead animals. Why not? I don't... Why not? Because you can't just ki- torture animals and kill them on YouTube. Why not? Because Because you can't make money on it. Why not? Because they're going to say you can't put, no, the fucking Clorox doesn't want to put their advertisement on me smiling like a sociopath as I have a deer head in a 100 pound press, 100 ton press. I'd put my money on you. You would? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? You'd well, put your a money deer, on me. That's different than a snake or a spider. I, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I just, I think that that guy has the world at his fingertips right now he's getting millions of views per video and it's just he's not doing much he's not he's not taking the bull by the horns and he could and so me and kyle and woody were seriously debating like we were on the show and off the show sending each other links for hydraulic presses that cost between like five and fifteen thousand dollars being like should we could we could buy one of these we could buy one of these and do our own crushing channel and me and kyle were gonna you know, be the crushers or whatever. I'd be the crusher. It doesn't matter. And we, we'd always be shit-talking that Finland guy. I want to crush things. Yeah, too. but then we found out. We, we tasked Chiz and said, Chiz, we need you to do some recon. Find out. You know, reach out to that guy and actually just see, like, what the deal is with, with his crushing. Like, what if... Uh, anyway... So basically, Chiz, yeah, basically Chiz came back and was like, uh, actually, as it turns out, he's moving up to a bigger press, or he at least has access to a bigger press, uh, and the press that he has access to is larger than any ones we could find online uh, that weren't, like, literally, like, like, so expensive that they wouldn't put a price, you know? Like, when you go to, like, a website that sells like, industrial... Come to us with an offer, and that, then we might tell you if it's way out of the Well, yeah, league. and it's not even like that. It's like, 
you know, when they sell huge tractor equipment and whatnot, if you go to a website, it might not necessarily say that it costs $400,000.60. It'll just say what it is. And then if you're the kind of huge multinational company that needs that kind of equipment, you know, you can just contact them and say, hey, send me 10. But, you know, nobody's picking up, you know, a $600,000 tractor. What am I talking about? What the fuck is, this has nothing to do with anything. That's okay. Is it okay? Yeah. You think this is a good it? time to be rubbing stuff on your face? In the middle of the show, Melissa. Yeah. In the middle of it. Yep. Oh, okay. Anyway, why is the volume is going up and down so wildly? Sorry about that, guys, if there is any problem there. How are you sorry? You I'm don't ever, so sorry. You don't ever quality check. I quality check. I listen back. <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't listen after back to the I don't it. listen back to the whole thing. But after you upload it. No, I don't. I listen to I listen to it before to I upload it. A second. Oh, I mean, I don't sit there and listen to the whole fucking thing, but I listen to, you know, 30, 40 seconds to make sure that it's not okay, crackly not and shitty. You well, you're here. shitting on me. <laughs> on my own podcast. I'm not trying to. Oh, just sitting here with your judgments, rubbing your lotion on your face. Pointing your ass at me. <laughs> Just dancing around naked. <laughs> While I'm trying to put this production together. <laughs> oh. I just like hearing you like slow down in your like speech and thought process because it's funny. Why? When I run out of steam and I because forget what I I'm talking Because I never see you run out of steam ever. What? What are you talking? I run out of steam. I get, I get bored of things. I'm pretty much out of steam on this whole Bernie Sanders shit because nothing is going to convince anyone, and I don't think anything's going to convince me because I don't read enough about it or care enough. I don't know. I, I, don't I can see, see why you don't think uh, Hillary's going to get indicted. I don't think she will, but I tried watching. So the other night for PKA, Chiz was going to... We, we had a guest lined up. He was unable to make it because of some tech issues. At the last second, and so in the last hour of the show, we got Wings to come on, but up until then, it was just me, Kyle, and Woody, and we were going to have Chiz on, but of course, fucking Chiz was like, oh no, I can't be on the show, I gotta, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching the Hillary v. Bernie debate, and of course, I gave him shit, and I think Kyle gave him some shit too, and even Woody, Woody's saying, hey, you know, come on the show, it would help us out, maybe, maybe Woody didn't say that, and I'm just putting Chiz in a bad spot, I don't care. Um. <laughs> I'd, give, I'd give Chiz shit too. You do? I would because he he's good on the show. Well, I don't know if he's good on the show. I just I like it when you and Kyle and Chiz are playing and playing Age of Mythology. It's fun. It's fun when all three of you are talking. It's like mm-hmm. my own little podcast. Oh yeah. But just for me. Just for you. <laughs> and they don't know I'm listening. No, I'm just Yeah, they do. They know, <laughs> know you're there. But anyway, I wanted to get Chiz to do the show, and he said, no, i got to watch the Bernie and Hillary debate, and I gave him shit for a minute, like, what do you think is going to be different about this than any other one? Like, what do you think is finally going to get uncovered? What's finally going to get figured out at this fucking debate that they couldn't do in the first half dozen? And he's like, oh, no, this is a huge deal. Like, this is the biggest deal yet. Like, this is the biggest debate. And Woody, of course, who's now come, like, he still likes Sanders, I guess, but he's kind of... Really? Oh, would he like Sanders? Uh, he, I think he likes him as a guy, but doesn't like his policies. Um, but regardless, this whole that. this whole Sanders thing, um, it, it's winding down. You know, in like three days, Hillary's gonna beat him in New York, and it'll be over. Uh, or as I would prefer, Hillary loses and Bernie gets a chance because honestly, I don't think that. I don't know. I'd much rather see Bernie get the nomination than fucking Hillary. But that's not saying much, you know. Like, I just, Hillary is so unlikable. And I watched, I, there was like 13 parts of this debate from two days ago on YouTube. And I was watching them. Yeah, each one was like 10 minutes. I got through the first two and a half of them. So like 25 minutes, maybe almost 30 minutes into this debate. It is so fucking hard to pay attention. There are applause. I, if there have been 25 minutes of debate, quote unquote debate so far, there has maybe been... 30 seconds of anything substantive and that's not an exaggeration it's a fact so much of it is nonsense drivel shit 
that has nothing to do with anything. Little semantic arguments. Just a uh, bunch of academic yeah, words little, little back, strung together. Yeah, the, the, the fucking mediator trying to get too into it. Or uh, little backhanded comments. Hillary Clinton doing a little robot laugh of your shrill little, ha ha ha, you didn't catch me in a lie. Uh, nonsense. And then Bernie there just screaming about the same fucking thing he's been screaming about the whole time. Uh, Does he I, scream? Uh, he, he's very loud. Like he, he, he loud talks. He loud talks. Um, I think because he's so old. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I just... I like that. I just like... I don't know. Get a really old guy in there. That's great. Get a really old guy in there? Yeah. Why? Shake things up. How would that shake things up? I don't know. He's old. Yeah. He could He could die. Yeah. First day in office. Who's going to be his... Who's going to be his VP nominee? Or... Hillary. <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, then, uh, man, that'd be a funny 180 to watch. All of the fans of both sides having to kind of like each other then, uh, like a reality TV show. Anyway, yeah, the Bernie thing's winding down. I'm getting burnt out on it. Um, I really, really don't know much about politics, and I don't research that much, but that doesn't keep me from taking strong stances on things. Uh, <laughs> um, you research more than me. Not about a lot of politics stuff. A lot of it is just gut feeling stuff for me and then like i don't know i i've done little bits and pieces of research on all the candidates and i, I keep waiting to come across the web page that apparently converted all these sanders supporters and of what i've read about him i i'm just not i'm not team bernie you know i don't i don't really i don't think i don't trust any politician who's gotten that successful and that high up you know there's something about it where it's like and then people will say well you know you can't say all politicians are bad. That's like saying all cops are bad, or to a lesser extent, well, I guess. Well, weren't you complaining about Obama not having um, as much experience? Yeah, he didn't have a lot of experience. Well, they get that, those politicians get that high up by having experience. So, I mean, he has the experience you were complaining oh, about yeah, Obama you, lacking. You need experience, but... But then what do you mean by the high up politician? I was not meaning... trusting them. I was just meaning anyone who can get to that level in politics, where you're knocking on the door of the presidency. Like you, it seems like you have to go through so many back alleys and have so many shrouded handshakes and you know silent deals. Is that because of House of Cards? No, <laughs> no, a little bit. <laughs> no, it's not just because of House of Cards. It's just I don't know. It, it, it's it, those people are bought and sold. Every one of them, I feel like. There's, it just doesn't seem possible that, I mean, if the corporations in this country are as powerful and monolithic as Bernie supposes they are, then it is impossible that they would allow anyone who could actively oppose them to get as high in politics as Bernie Sanders is. You know, it's like a catch-22. It's like, are they that powerful? Are they demigods in their own right? Because if they are and they have their hand in that many cookie jars, then they aren't going to let you get that far, you know? Do you understand? I understand. Do I you guess. feel me? Or maybe I don't understand, and that's the problem. Maybe nobody understands. Nobody understands. I don't think anybody understands half of this shit a tenth as well as they'd like you to believe they do. Oh, no. Like, that's why... I got so disillusioned by all the complicated international politics when I was a poli-sci major that I was like, this is, this is overwhelming. Like, there, it's more than just national politics trying to win presidency. It's international politics. Yeah. Did you hear about the North Carolina thing where they find, I think it was, a, I, I could be getting aspects of this story wrong, so sorry, um, but... It was a bakery in North Carolina or something like that, and some gay people were like, we want you to make a big gay wedding cake for us. And they were like, no, that's against my religion. I'm not going to make your gay wedding cake. And then... Oh, didn't the Supreme Court got, rule that they have to? Uh, I don't know if it was the Supreme Court, but then they, it got ruled that they did have to. Maybe that was not in North it Carolina. but it it's the It's... The rule in North Carolina, it, to my understanding, that is pissing some people off, is that they're upholding that, saying, hey, if you don't want to make... A cake for someone you don't have to. And well, a lot of people don't like there that. There was something similar, I thought, like years ago where the they were looking for a wedding photographer 
And when the photographer found out that it was a gay wedding, they declined and said no. And this was before gay marriage was legal or whatever. Um, and the I'm pretty sure it went to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court ruled that they had to uh, take their pictures. They couldn't refuse service to them because they're gay. But I don't know how I feel about that. It's because... so I'm I'm so tied up on it too because my gut feeling is like you shouldn't be able if someone walks in your store and is like, hey, I want to give you money for you to do this for me. I feel like it's just it's douchey to be like, no, sorry, I'm a Muslim. I don't do that for gay people. Fuck it's off. It's like the no shirt, no no shoes, no service shit. Like, I mean, should having a shirt matter? Well, it does. Like, that, they can think, refuse service yeah. to anyone, so... They can, yeah. And I think that you should... I mean, as a business owner, I don't think it's fair that the government should be able to come in and say, oh, hey, so you actually don't have autonomy over who does and does not uh, patronize your establishment. We do, you know? And then they find to... them, find them, like, $100,000 or some shit for not making this cake. And it's like... But that goes back to the Jim Crow laws. Like... They, you can't have separate but equal. Like, well, no, this isn't separate but equal, though. But I know, but there were still establishments that refused service to... Yeah, I feel like this is a different time, though. Back then, well, you could have... Well, of course it's different, I'm... but I think that's why the government is adamant on enforcing, enforcing it. I think that's mainly... You know what I mean? I, no, not really. I think it's mostly I feel like the shit. government likens it enough to that that they they don't want the same thing to happen i uh, it's not gonna happen it is the whole world is so or the whole united states is so much more uh socially progressive now it's not you're not gonna see a fucking auto shop that says no blacks allowed on the front and see that chain thrive like it's well, at a yeah, level now where but... you know if one shitty bakery is uh, if it's, all it takes is one person to tweet the local KMVT fucking news radio station and go, hey, Joey's old time bakery isn't serving me because he's Christian or he's Muslim and I'm gay. And they're going to go, okay, we're going to go ahead and tweet that and put it on our website and make a big hullabaloo about it. And suddenly everybody's going to hate Jimmy's old time bakery or whatever the fuck. Like your, your business is not going to survive. Just let people discriminate if they're going a... to and the market is going to move them out. But I think there's enough people nowadays still that oppose gay marriage and gays in general in certain areas at least like the south was with blacks that they would thrive on like that might draw more business from local people that are like hey that's what i believe too there's no gays there i'm gonna go give it, them my business it could be that that's possible too but then if that is the case why i don't know it's it's like if you want to be shitty, you should be allowed to be shitty, you know? Like, if it's your... If you are the manager at Subway, and a flamboyant gay guy comes in and orders a meatball sub, you can't be like, fuck right out of here. You're not getting this sub. Or any any of my buns. And, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that was stupid. Anyway, but yeah, he can't do that, because he doesn't own Subway. If I start Taylor's Sandwich Shop, I should, and someone comes in who's a Chicago Blackhawks fan, I should be able to say, you fuck right out of here. You don't get a sandwich. Don't call the jokes I laugh at stupid after I laugh at them. It makes me feel stupid. Oh, well, that was a very smart joke then, Melissa. <laughs> and smart people laugh at it. <laughs> Thank you. Smart people. I know. Yeah. I don't um, know. It's just a, it's, it's weird. It's different. I don't know what I think about it. I it's like morally it's this is really really hard because like I can who gives a shit. I I don't know. I can see exactly the argument from both sides and both sides have a good point. You know, there's a really good point for a small business owner to be able to say, you know, screw off. This is my business. If I have I have the right to who comes in here and gives me business. If those decisions are detrimental and my business goes under, that's my fault for having those opinions and allowing that to affect my policy. And at the same time, it makes sense that someone should be like, hey, fuck you, just because I'm gay, 
and you then this is a Muslim sandwich shop or a Orthodox Jewish sandwich shop or a Christian sandwich shop, you shouldn't be able to say no to me, you know? But all that will do will make I don't know. I understand Melissa's point. She had to get up and walk away for a bit that maybe it could foster some shitty people being like, well, hot dog, I'm going to go to Jimbo's fucking auto shop to get my car fixed because he hates people who sleep with the same sex. Uh, I don't know. That's not how a, a hick would articulate that, Taylor. You oaf. Anyway. Um, yeah, th- th- both sides make a ton of sense. If you think you can convince me either way, comment and let me know because I'm totally split on it. And, oh, the other thing. I don't know if this had something to do with North Carolina or not, but there was a law about transgender people being able to use the same bathroom as the sex that they are becoming. Oh, Jesus. And, like, on the one hand, it's another one of those common sense things, but you can see both sides. Like, in an ideal world, it'd be great, but it doesn't seem like people thought through the common sense stuff. Like, there's going to be pervert guys out there who abuse that to get into women's bathrooms. How? Who dress up like... No, this is, this is what I'm saying. Like, because there's no line to be drawn with this. And so it's like... There's who's no, to say... You mean there's no dick checking at the door? Dick checking? No, yeah. but there are certain ways that you can... Te- like, there, if you're in the women's bathroom and and I come in with a dress on and I shave... You would not be paranoid to be like, what the fuck is this guy in a dress doing in the bathroom with me? Like, and it's just, if it were me, nothing would happen because I am not interested in raping someone in the bathroom. But there are pieces of, oh my God. You sure about that? (laughs) Spend an awful lot of time in public bathrooms. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that's what I, that's actually what I'm doing. I'm just laying in wait. <laughs> no, but it it makes like if it I don't know. It you should be able to use whatever bath No, you shouldn't be able to use whatever bathroom you want. I shouldn't be able to walk into the women's bathroom. That's not fair. Why? Because it's not fair to women there. Like they you know, not saying that but like being uncomfortable or frightened is like this horrible can. thing. You can though. Like you can do that. I'll, I will get arrested if I do that. No. Yes, I will. If I go no. just hang out in the women's bathroom, no, I will get arrested. Can't. What What place is it a crime to go hang out in the women's bathroom? As a man, anywhere yeah. where a woman walks in and they call the police, and I cannot believe this is even a discussion with you. You think that me, I can walk into a woman's bathroom and just hang out in there. I would give myself until the first... What would they first, arrest you for? Uh, in public in, or indecency or something. I don't know. Being a pervert. Uh, suspicion of a sex crime in suspicion, the works. Those are not crimes. <laughs> yeah, but they will arrest me. I can't just go hang out in the women's bathroom. I, I can't. Guaranteed, I cannot. Let's try. You know, you can go hang out in the men's room, and no one will call the cops. I can't go into the women's room. Someone will call the cops as soon as the first person walks in, unless I act retarded. <laughs> <laughs> if I start drooling and maybe just, like, pee on the ground, maybe they'll oh, be like, drooling oh. drooling like that guy at the Bruins game? Yeah. That, what that, the hell was that? Yeah, he was having some real mastication problems up there. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of salivation. Uh, what the fuck was I talking about? thought I was talking about something before all oh the whole transgender in the bathroom thing it's like if you actually are what they call passing which means that you're passing? yeah that's what they call it is if you're a woman and you're becoming or if you're a man and you're becoming a woman or either way and you're and you're like you're walking around to dress and shit and if someone can see you and they don't think like oh that was that person was born a man then you're passing you know because like people just see you and they just think that you are a woman or you are a man if you're like that it seems like it's much easier. You can just walk into the bathroom you want, and nobody's going to be, like, checking for a twat or a pair of balls when you're walking in. But if it is, like, someone like me, and I just say, oh, I identify as a woman, but in reality I don't. I'm just a pervert who wants to do gross things in the women's bathroom. <laughs> that th- I know that sounds I so silly, but that... it's there are so many fucking perverts out there, and someone's going to take advantage of this. And it seems like the cart is coming before the horse, and it's like, everybody's so on board, like, yeah, that's great, that's great, everybody just do whatever you want, equality across the, you know, fucking do it, whatever. And nobody's, like, pulled on the reins yet and been like, hold on, like, just real quick before we do this, like, let's, <laughs> let's, let's think just for a second, like, are, are women being put in danger here? You know, are, are we kind of just so on board with letting people do whatever the fuck they want 
that that you're going to risk, you know, a woman getting raped in the bathroom or something that, that otherwise wouldn't have happened because some piece of shit went in. I don't know. There's too many evil people in the world for, to do something like this and people to not take advantage of it. You think that, I don't know, there's not that many evil people. A lot of weirdos. So many perverts. Not evil people. I, I don't know. Maybe you have a higher opinion of the average bathroom dweller than I do. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Jesus. Did you have any news you wanted to touch on, Liz? Any news? You are my news. You are it's my... It's your birthday. You are my sun and stars. It's your birthday next week. You are my moon. What was that thing he says in uh, Game of Thrones? She's like, oh, my sun and stars. Oh, yeah. Oh, my moon. <laughs> oh, so, I'm going to do that in public. Embarrass you. You've you've done that before, though, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's all right. It's all, all right. right. Um, it's funny. Yeah, well, Jim Norton should be fun. Yes, you told them about Jim Norton. I mentioned it, yeah. Yep. That should be a lot of fun. Looking forward to that. I'm so cool. Yep, she bought the tickets. Yep, your birthday present. My birthday present. But I'm going to enjoy it too. Yeah, it's a present for both of us. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be fun. So that'll be fun tonight. Um, We've been playing a ton of Age of Mythology. Me, Kyle, Chiz has been getting on it some. Um, A lot of the people, like, it's starting to get that a lot of the people that started out two and a half weeks ago with us and were brand fucking new are legit players now. Like, they've watched enough YouTube videos that they're they're really competing with us. It's getting to be a lot of fun, pretty competitive. Um, I checked on... I mentioned it and on PKA, I think, and so I had, like, a couple, like, 100-plus invites for people. So at least, hopefully, 10, 12 of those are new Age of Mythology players. So um, I'm getting a ton of people also saying a couple other RTS games... I'm trying to take it a little bit slow. You know, I just downloaded StarCraft 2. If we end up liking that, I don't want to go straight from that and jump into something else. But I'm just happy that everybody's getting into these RTS games with me because this is my favorite genre. I fucking love it. I love this kind of game. So much better than FPS or anything else. Melissa, care to comment? I don't like it. All right. <laughs> I'm not good at this, Moving so I on. don't like it. But no, it's not that you're not good at it. It's just that you haven't played enough to be it good. Is that I'm not good at it. Well, no, it's I don't not. Know. It's that you. I just want to build my little city and and that's it. Yeah, but the whole the war is the part that's fun. Nah. Yeah, that's why you have trouble. Is because you just have a city of happy workers. Yeah, I want lots of happy workers producing and and pillaging the land. Pillaging the land, but you never attack. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you do, I guess. Pil- pillaging, pilfering. I don't know. I guess you do that to other places. Yeah. Well, you're not bad. It's just you haven't played enough it's to get good. It's just I'm not good. Yeah, well, you're not good, <laughs> but you're not good because you haven't played very much. Like, I'd say you've played, like, what, 10 games? Maybe. Probably 10 games total. At least, like, one of those was the Helm's Deep. One or two of those was Helm's Deep, and that does not help you learn how to play. It just lets you play Helm's Deep, which is really fun, but good fucking God. Some of the people we were playing that with at first... Like, I know they were new to the game. I won't say anybody's name, because I don't recall specifically who it was, but Jesus fucking Christ. Me and Kyle I know names. Were I'll on say them. Me, Kyle... Well, don't, don't say it to Todd. be me. Todd. Todd's made up. There is no Todd. <laughs> there never was a Todd. <laughs> uh, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. People sucking at uh, this Helm's Deep thing. So, basically... Uh, the way you make units in the Helm's Deep thing is a little bit convoluted if you're the one attacking. You have to move this little bear, old man berry picker unit, which is just an old man in, like, swaddling clothes. Swaddling clothes. Was he a baby fetishist? I don't know. Uh, not swaddling clothes. Like, a shitty shitty clothes that a, a poor old berry, farmer, berry picker would, uh, would wear. And you walk him onto these blue platforms uh, with corresponding units, and it creates a bunch of them in mass. And then you walk those units through a portal, and that portal goes to a spot on the battlefield itself and then you march him in on the wall and do some attacking it's a ton of fun you can send those urukai that blow up the wall in you can build titans that which are just like they're called like trolls the guy who made it went in and changed the stats for every unit and so it's it's really it's a whole new game really impressive a ton of fun but oh my god i, I was on the defending there are three defenders three attackers i was defending kyle was attacking i had two people on my team he had two people on his and we were hoping that we could just describe it to the people we were playing with throughout uh it's pretty straightforward to defend you start with most of the units you're going to get and you kind of just when you see them coming in you obviously like obvious stuff you want your cavalry out front kind of running their units around keeping those those uh fire orcs from being able to blow that water hole as the game calls it 
Um, I, I, which that kind of takes me out of the moment, which it just shows up in huge caps every time that uh, cistern or whatever is exploded, like in the movie when that fire Urukai jumps in. Uh, and it just says, you know, the attackers have destroyed the water hole. And it's, it, I don't know, it takes you out of the moment. Even if Lord of the Rings times were real, it would have been like the Middle Ages, and nobody would have called that the fucking water hole. You know? He spent all, it's just, it, it's surprising to me because he spent all this effort, and then the pop up message is all caps in like some shitty font with six exclamation right, points. What would you call it? I would say, uh, uh, seems, uh, Seems to be a problem. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know what I would put there. I'd put something better. Uh, they're just even just something like they're breaking through. You know, not they've busted our water hole. Like it's some sort of thing you would scream at another oil rig worker in the middle like of the Pacific. Wood, like Woody, not not Woody. Um, like the little toy Woody saying. Somebody poison the water hole or something. Yeah. I've got a snake in my boot. Yep. Yeah. That kind of silly. That kind of silly. Yes. Okay. That kind. Do you want to answer a couple questions with me, Liz? Sure. We've been ramped. This is a. This has been a, a more chill podcast. I haven't been yelling as much. Yeah. I What's been... going on? No, I'm What's just. Wrong, babe? I'm in a good mood. We're going to see a show tonight. I just had some hot dogs. I did like. I, I taste hot dog like right on the back of my tongue though, because I like did a hiccup burp in the beginning of this, and I haven't got a chance to take a drink. Uh, so that's not a, that's not great. But you know, the rest of life's going pretty good. Uh, do you like a drink of my wine. I do not want any wine. Uh, what kind of wine is that? Is that the one I the bottle I got you last night? No, it's the one that's been in there for a while. Oh, no, I do not want any wine. I've got a vanilla Coke Zero. Oh no, I don't. It's fucking empty, so I don't have that. Uh, Anyway, let's see. Would you like some wine now? No. Now I would like some wine. So let's read some questions. Oh, once again, thanks to all the Patreon folks. Tomorrow, I guess, I'm uploading a bonus episode, a makeup bonus episode, because last month's didn't get put up until too late. And so I'll be doing that. Maybe Melissa will sit in as well. Is that a question? Maybe Melissa will sit in as well. Yeah. Yeah. See, I just have to phrase it differently, and then you will. Um, so, anyway, send in your questions um, if you're a Patreon, and I'll answer those tomorrow for the most part. Uh, hey, Taylor, I'm using a trash email for reasons that will be obvious in a little bit. Not that I don't trust you, but accidents happen. I totally understand. There are so many people that send me messages that. Trust Taylor, not me. Yeah. Well, people send me messages all the time. Like, I always read the first couple lines before I start it because people have said before, like, hey, Taylor. Uh, my name's Richard, and I I do a lot of heroin. I'm only 15. Don't say my name. It's a secret. And like, if I had just started reading, I would have given it away. So I always read a couple lines ahead to make sure. Um, he's using a trash email for reasons that will be obvious in a little bit. Not that I don't trust you, but accidents happen. Uh, I'll start with a little background. I'm a 16-year-old bisexual guy in a city 1,000 student high school in Pennsylvania. Ooh, Flyers fan or Penguins fan. Who you're pulling for, both in the playoffs, and my virginity is still very much intact. Uh, this is not due to some distinctive pariahism of mine. Uh, I am not horrendously ugly or fat, nor am I one of those weird kids that every school has. Uh, in truth, I am a moderately good-looking, average-build dude. There is no doubt in my mind that if I wanted to get it, I could. Uh, I am fully aware of how much of a prick I sound like right now. No, you don't sound like a prick. You sound like you're trying to give an accurate representation of who you are. Uh... So just pretty, you're sounding like you think of yourself pretty average dude. Just straight down the checklist. Nobody looks at you and goes, oh, Jesus. Oh, look at that guy's nose. Or just like stuff like that. Um, okay. Uh, da, da, da. Fucking lost my place. There is no doubt in my mind that if I wanted to get it, I could. I'm fully aware of what a prick I sound like. Da, 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 da. In fact, I have had a couple of straight to the point offers at this point. Mostly from dudes. There's like 45 gay guys at my school. Um, oh, that's a lot of gay guys, maybe. In a thousand <laughs> students. Uh, well, dude, here... Well, let's take a, a second here, though. You're saying, you know, you've been propositioned quite a bit. Are these guy propositions, you know? Are they promising? Yeah. No, these propositions, I mean, like, is, if he's being propositioned for sex, like he, like he said, he has offers. Are these coming from only guys? Like a bunch of dudes wanting to bang him? Or is it women coming up wanting to fuck him, you know? Because it really doesn't mean shit, fuck all, if a guy comes up and wants to bang you. That's really not hard to do, I would imagine. <laughs> 
I imagine that, you know, it would be so easy to be gay just to be like, oh, you're horny all the time too? Age. Yeah, you're, you're really horny? Awesome. Like, great. Uh, no, it won't be really great to be gay at his age until a few more years have passed and everybody's just kind of okay with it. Uh, which it seems, I'm, I'm sure most 16-year-olds don't give a fuck. They were born in 2000. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> oh my God! Oh, okay. <laughs> it was born in 2000. Um, anyway, I'm sorry. I've gotten like a third of the way through this. Uh, the problem is, I, or wait, I have had a couple of straight to the point offers at this point, mostly from dudes. There's like 45 gay guys at my school. The problem is, I don't think my dick is done growing. At least I hope it isn't. Uh, on the showers versus growers spectrum, Woody likes to talk about, I am firmly on the growers side. When I'm hard, I'm slightly below average in both length and girth, but when I'm not, it's a weird, when I'm not, it's weirdly small. It's not micropenis small, but it's definitely too small to be normal. My fear of anyone seeing my too small flaccid dick is preventing me from getting laid. Uh, makes me so uncomfortable that I, un- that it makes me so uncomfortable that I, a hormonal, somewhat homo, teenage male, won't let myself, I like that, somewhat homo, <laughs> somewhat homo teenage male. I haven't fully committed yet, but I'm dabbling. Um, somewhat homo teenage male won't let myself do the one thing that I want to do more than anything else in the world. In fact, I haven't even been on a second date for fear that the person would have dot 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 expectations. Ooh. Uh, I feel like I'm in quite the predicament. Uh, he, he put that in. I did not. Okay. So let's give him, give credit where credit's due. Um, am I just being a pussy who needs to go after it and fuck him if they don't like it? Should I wait until, should I wait until I know if I'm going to get any bigger? Uh, should I sneak in hard, fuck her good, and put my clothes on in record time? Well, th- no, not that, <laughs> to prevent her from seeing anything too unfavorable. Um, I know you got a lot of questions, so I'm not expecting a response, but any advice would be greatly appreciated. Thank you for reading and have a good one. Um, hmm, I think, I think you're, you're looking into this too much, man. I think you're, I mean, you're only 16, so. God, and talking about your teenage penis, who's, oh, how many emails do you get about teenage penis Teenage penis? I, I don't know, not a lot. I mean, how many have I read before? This is the this is the first one I've read, so it would be the first one I've unless I've teenagers having sex, their penis size. It's just it's just oh, I don't know. Makes you feel creepy. I don't care about their penises. Well, you. It's not that you have to have. You don't have to really care about the guy's penis, but he's asking for advice, and so you gotta you gotta try to care. You know, you gotta try to be nice. If he said he had a horrible acne problem. I wouldn't be like, I don't fucking care. Like, uh, like, no, you gotta. Even if it doesn't, it doesn't directly impact me. You gotta help him out. You know, you gotta be nice. So, yeah. You, so basically, I think you're. I, I don't know what you mean by should I wait until I know if I'm going to get any bigger. You know, that's kind of like saying wait until you know if you're going to get any taller. You'll know when you get taller. You know, you won't know before then. When you get taller, you know you're taller. If your dick grows more, then you'll be hey, my dick's growing some more. And if not, you'll never think that because it won't um i'd say you're the way you're you're going about it like i don't know your plan of should i sneak in hard fuck her good and put my clothes on in record time to prevent her from seeing something too unfavorable i know you're probably being a bit jokey there but it seems like your game plan is like you're finally going to get naked in front of a chick you're going to be really self-conscious that your dick looks small and you're going to make something that's not a thing into a thing you know, like if you just go in there confident and just let it happen and do what you're going to do and don't address it and don't make excuses and just, you know, just kind of go with the flow, you're going to be fine. You know, if you go in there and you strip off your clothes and turn all the lights off and jump under the covers and, you know, your your covers are up to the back of your neck when you're on top of her trying to make sure she can't see down and see your dick or something, then suddenly you've taken something that's not a thing, and you've created a thing out of it and made it weird. And suddenly she's thinking, like, well, you know, I'd, I I, wouldn't have minded just seeing his dick, but now what the fuck? Like, what's going on down there that, that he's trying to, like, sneak this past me? Like, why is he, is he, is he trying to fool me? Like, what, what's, does he have, like, bumps on it, or is it ugly, or, you know, th- th- you know what I mean? Like, you're taking something that's not going to be a big deal, and you're making it into a big deal and kind of like catastrophizing it in your head, which makes sense, you know? Uh, you're inexperienced in that way. And it, it, I guarantee you're also getting 
a lot of chit-chat from other 16-year-old guys who are acting like they're the cat's pajamas and have been around the block 500 times. Uh, don't believe that one bit. They're absolutely... If they are more experienced than you, they're fucking barely more experienced than you, and they don't know jack shit either. Like, you, you can't... You, you can't just get in that mindset that you're the one on the outside and they're all in the inside taking notes and, you know, gotten crazy techniques and they're and thinking that they're, you know, hot shit. You're selling yourself short, man. Selling yourself short. You have advice for him, Liz? I can't, I, I can't comment. I don't know. Because I'll just make a comment about you. About me? Yeah. Because you wouldn't know what this is like. <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> I don't want to go there. <laughs> well, you already went there. <laughs> it's like you're giving someone new advice for a problem you never have. Well, just because you've never dealt with a problem doesn't mean that you doesn't mean that you can't give any advice about it. Okay. You know. Okay. Yeah, I think it's good advice. I think that you're making. You do give good advice. I just wonder if this is good. I don't know what you would tell someone like that. I mean, he's only 16, so who gives a shit? And they're not, it's not like they're loose <laughs> girls. Yeah, it, it's... Yeah. Yeah. So, well, yeah. I don't know, man. I I guess... T- in my head, you're making it into a big deal, and it's it's really not. The girls your age, they're not going to be looking at your dick and hardcore critiquing its size at fucking 16 years old. They don't know. They're not going to be able to tell if it's, like, the length of a dollar bill or not. They have no idea. They have no idea. Length of a dollar bill. Who's taking dollar bills out and putting it on? Because a dollar bill is exactly six inches long. Is it? Yeah. And so, oh, like, if you're eyeballing, if you're eyeballing a dick, you're not like, oh, that's like that's a bigger than six inch dick, and that's longer than average. So, like, a- I, what is average I, for a normal adult? Like an adult, it's like between four and I don't know, four and five or something. I don't know, but well, this guy didn't give us any numbers, and so I can't pull well, up. Good, because yeah. I don't want to picture a teenage boy holding a. Dollar bill up to his dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot of people doing that right now. <laughs> Damn! You know, <laughs> they're, 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 they're holding their dick right next to the dollar. Some guys are really happy. All right, dominating that dollar. Other, other, <laughs> other guys not, not too pleased. Um, I don't know, man. Sorry to keep going on this one question, but it, I think you're making... I, I think this is really probably really common, and you're if you make it into a thing... It's going to become a thing, so just play it by ear. These girls are not, it, unless your They're dick not is smart. unless your dick is ridiculously on either end of the spectrum, then it's not going to be a big deal. If you're if it's like a fucking acorn glued to the bottom of your torso, then it's like oh my goodness, like that's a problem. And if it's like I don't know an elephant trunk, that's noticeable too. But anywhere in between there i think you're gonna be pretty much fine man you're you're stressing out about it too much just give them hell give them hell (laughs) (laughs) the guys and the girls you know especially the guys you know is a guy gonna care if you if if he if his dick is bigger than yours you know maybe that's like wanted oh in the gay community yeah maybe gay guys like they don't teenage guys that haven't had it in in their ass before they're like oh that's a that's a smaller dick that this is more manageable yeah, you didn't want to talk about dick size, and then you just went straight into teenage boys fucking each other in the I ass. Didn't I just didn't want to talk about yours? <laughs> <laughs> now you're making it awkward because nobody knows what we're talking about. That's okay. <laughs> That's, it's better this way. Anyway, um, let's do a couple more. I think we're already over on time, but let's do a couple more. Uh, da, da, da. God, I, I feel like every fucking few weeks i have to send out another tweet that says no more relationship problems because they all come in about relationships uh they want to be the one that sneaks in yeah all right so we'll do this one am i a cunt hey man i'm a huge fan of this podcast and your work on pka and was wondering if you could help me out so me and my best friend since fifth grade were going on this school trip to switzerland and it was all good our friend group's pretty big and he was all i could convince to come but i dm 
I don't mind, maybe. Uh, but I don't mind as long as someone was coming. Anyway, it's about four months till we're going, and now suddenly his on-off GF of about four years has decided she is going to come as well. Oh. Gee! And so I'm pretty fucking pissed because he convinced her to go, and we were the only two people from our year group going. Yeah, that's really shitty, man. It's like he co-opted your plans, and yeah, that's shitty. Uh, so now it's just me, him, and her going, Oh, what an asshole. Your friend is a dick. Very inconsiderate. He could have at least had her bring a friend for you. So it would have, at least you can pair up, you know? Um, so now it's just me, him, and her going, so I'm going to have to third wheel with these two faggots for two weeks. <laughs> Am I being a selfish, jealous cunt, or are they in the wrong? P.S. They're fairly sexually active, and we've done things, and have done things while I've been asleep in the same oh, room. God damn it. Along with others, and the last four times they've been together, they always are all over each other. We're 16. Oh, oh. oh I bet that's so annoying, man. bet that's so annoying. Uh, shout out to Vape Nation and my Nan VN for life. Go green. Uh, I don't know what that last line meant. Uh, go green indeed. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that you're not being a cunt, man. That's really unfair. That's really unfair that, that guy you guys being had. A cunt. Yeah, he's being a real cunt. Like you guys had a plan, and he just flew in the face of it and was like, "Fuck you." I know this is not for. I, he totally selfish. Totally selfish, man. You're not being a cunt. Um. I would, if I would be, I would be pissed if I was. There were plans for me and a friend to go do something, and he was just at the last second showed up with his on and off girlfriend, or even his on girlfriend. I would just be like, "What the fuck, man? Like, that's fine, but this might have been. This is kind of like a guy time, you know, catching up. It's, it's just a different dynamic when there's a woman around, you know. It's just different. It's not the same. Hence, different. <laughs> so that was really shitty of him. Fuck him. Now you have to like. Ah, ah! Now you have to like listen to weird, sloppy hand job noises the entire time. That like s that bleachy smell when you walk in the room and you know that like he got blown like thirty seconds earlier. And she still was spitting. Oh my god, that's gross! What am I talking about? Did you say, All right. Did you say bleachy smell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I said bleachy smell. That like maybe you walk in and you just know that he got blown like 30 seconds earlier and that you're just walking in right after and you're like oh jesus you think it smells like that too i think that's really common most, <laughs> most people do think that really yeah i never heard that before and i thought it and i was like oh that's strange yeah a lot of people think it, it smells bleachy <laughs> i won't comment <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people anyway uh well i guess that is about it did you have anything else you wanted to touch on Liz? no uh, all right. Thanks We're for listening. We're gonna have fun at Jim Norton. We're gonna have a <laughs> lot of fun at Jim Norton. Looking forward to that. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoy this. And um, yeah, I will talk to you later. If you get Age of Mythology or anything on Steam like that, hit me up. <laughs>